Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our partnership with Kayani Incorporated. Kayani's mission of bringing hope through wellness and opportunity aligns with everything we do at Disruptive Nutrition, which is a big reason why we decided to partner with them. Our passion of giving women hope where they don't see any after years of dieting is such a focus of ours that when Kayani approached me about their product line and desire to support people around the world to ditch the diet and support people in the nutrition approach we follow, we knew we had to work together. Kayani's unique and innovative products support our nutritional approach and enhance what we teach by creating an environment in our bodies to help reduce inflammation, optimize digestion, balance blood sugar, increase circulation, and support collagen resilience. My daily protocol involves starting the day with their Sunrise, an antioxidant with vitamins that support the reduction of inflammation, along with their HL5 collagen, which helps to hydrate my connective tissue, build muscle, and so much more. I couple that with Nitro Extreme, to produce nitric oxide, which is known as the molecule of life. Nitric oxide supports healthy circulation and our body's ability to absorb and deliver nutrients. Without the ability to absorb and deliver nutrients, even if our nutrition is on point, we won't reap the benefits that we could be. So after I have those beginning supplements, I then have my PFC Balanced Protein Shake from Kayani, and that brings in the L-citrulline amino acid, which gets processed by the kidneys and then creates a long version of nitric oxide. So it's the entire system of the nitro effect that Kayani offers. It's not just one product here, but how it all fits together is totally unique. Their entire system, when paired with our nutritional approach of eating in threes, creates this environment in your body that it loves and will respond to unlike any diet or supplement regime on the market today. So check out our site at disruptivenutrition.com shop for more information on how our partnership with Kayani truly is designed to take your health and weight loss goals to a whole new level. Well, hey, Diet Disruptors, Carrie here. And oh, it's been a little while since I had a guest on like 
Cindy. Cindy is one of our clients. Cindy has been with us for a little while and something big happened the other day with Cindy. And I said to Cindy, Cindy, you got to tell everybody about this. So Cindy, hi. Hi. So happy that you are here. So we're going to tell your story. We're going to talk all about what kind of your journey, but before we do, I know you have so much energy and excitement about a recent doctor's visit. And so you need to share a little bit about what happened. Okay. So I've been, I've finished the four weeks to wellness and two and a half weeks into my second month. And I had to go see my cardiologist. I haven't seen him in a year. So I had all my lab work done and I went into his office yesterday uh, with my husband who has, he doesn't usually go, but he went, all right? So I was hoping he'd see something different, right? Like I've been doing this for six weeks, but I also know that sometimes things don't drop like we want them to. So he walks in and he says, so all I can say to you is you're going to live forever. And, and I really thought that was just his greeting, right? So I just smiled at him and I was like, okay. And so then he sat down and he said, uh, so how'd you do it? And I was like, how'd I do what? And so how'd you find the fountain of youth? (laughs) He holds up my labs and he said, how did you drop your cholesterol from 154? No, from 153 to 54. And I was like, my first response to him was, oh, so that's probably wrong. And he goes, no, based on all your other levels that I'm looking at, this is all correct. And I was like, I just wanted to stand up and scream, right? And so he said, I, I need to know like what kind of diet or whatever you're doing. And so that's when I said to him, I was like, oh, I changed the way I live. It's, it's not, not a diet. A- I'm not dieting. I'm not. Yeah. So um, I love that way. Let's say that again. What did you say to him? I changed the way I live. It's not a diet. Yeah. And so then, which I've never seen, he starts taking notes, right? Like, tell me what you did. So I'm just like, there's so many things, right? So I'm like, I did, you know, proteins, fats, and carbs, PFC every three. And then he's like, you eat every three hours. And I was like, yeah, within, within my range, you know, these, this is my protein range is my fat. And so he's writing it down. And I said, so, you know, what happened is my blood sugar is always balanced. Always. I'm like, I don't even have to look at my watch to know it's my three hour window. I say to my family, my feeding period is coming (laughs) up. (laughs) And they're like, you sound like cattle. um, So, and then, you know, I, I just told him more about the whole, I said, it's disruptive nutrition. And so then he's like, how did you get on to this? And I told him and I said, you know, I'm like, so I saw a picture of her on Facebook and I said, and when she was with her daughters, I realized, oh, she looks like my family, right? Tell and more about that. Say more about that. 
Okay, so I I have nine children. Nine. My family does not look like that. <laughs> yeah, no. I have two. One for each arm, but okay, nine. But five, my five youngest children are adopted from Asia. So um, two from China and three from South Korea. So when I looked at you, I was like, oh, I know her already. I love that. Um, yeah. So um, anyway. I had that connection. And I also love that, like, when you and I first met, I mean, like we did your initial coaching call. I did it with you. And I never, I rarely get to do coaching calls, right? My team is doing them. And I love that my team gets to meet people. But when I get to meet people, it's really exciting because I don't get to do it very often. And it was you that I got to meet. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was pretty cool for me. Um, so we, we talked more about, because he wanted to know, like, what are you eating? So mm -hmm. I, I told him, I was like, within an hour of getting up, I have a, a, a vegan protein shake. Mm -hmm. And then I said, and then three hours after that, and then I just went through all yeah. of that. So, yeah. um, and he was like, so you're prepping this food. And I was like, yes, you know, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. So ah, I was, look at you. <laughs> So let's remember, like, I need people to recognize that Cindy has nine kids. I, when I hear people are like so busy because of kids and work and all of that stuff, I keep thinking, okay, but Cindy Morrison has nine of them. And yet, yeah. and you are super busy. I mean, you have a million things going on in your life. It's true. Yeah. And it's not like you're, you're spending hours in the kitchen food prepping. No. So, so here's, so uh, it is true. My nine children are all out of the home, mm -hmm. but don't think that because they go to college that it's over. All right. Um, so my daughter and son-in-law live here. Um, one of my sons rents our basement apartment right. and he cooks, he cooks for us three days a week. He cooks, um, at, at his job four days a week. And then my youngest son is in college and he's 30 minutes away, which means almost every dinner he's up, okay? And he was a funny guy when I started this, we had to travel some, he and I. And so we're, we, we're at this stopping point and I pull out my lunchbox and he looks over and he's like, what are you doing, right? And then, so he teased me about it for a while. And then on the way back for, on this trip, pull out my lunchbox again, right? Because another three hours has passed. And he's looking at my chicken and my carrots and my almonds. And he's like, well, you know, the almond thing isn't my bag, but I, I, I kind of see what you're doing here. And that was just being super simple. Like, I mean, and right. we can do recipes, we can do, but that was like so fast, grab and go. There's no reason if you're on a road trip or you have nine kids that you don't have the time to just have the right food in the fridge. You're going grocery shopping anyway. Yeah. And I, and I do have it. I, I think I told you when we first met that I was clinically depressed when I walked in my kitchen because so for my children, um, three who are adopted, one who's biological, they have lifetime special needs. Mm -hmm. and you couldn't tell it to see them, but um, two of them are transfused every month. They, so their food issues are critical. 
Um, I have a son who has um, schizoaffective disorder and, and he's exceptionally bright, but I am, until I said to him what you said, your gut is your second brain. And he's like, my brain isn't working right. And I said, well, you know why? Because your gut is your second brain and what you're putting into your body isn't helping your cerebral brain. If you want to help it, you got to do something different. I wouldn't have been able to say that to him six weeks ago. Six weeks ago. And, and, and this is what blows me away about, we can talk a even a little bit more about this, but you have every reason to have all these excuses as to why it's just too hard for you to do this, you know? And yet six weeks and you, I mean, we have lots of clients that come through and some engage more than others. And I always say, like, we're going to put the gutter guards down in a, like in a bowling alley, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, we are not going to let you go in the gutter, but you got to bowl. And sometimes you're going to hit strikes and sometimes you're not going to hit anything. We'll show you how to hold the ball, but we're not going to let you go in the gutter, but you got to bowl. And Cindy, you bowled from the minute you started, the minute you said yes, you started bowling. I, I it, it was a relief for me. It really was. Yeah. I, uh, I was like, oh my gosh, because, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a fitness instructor. I had an ankle injury that really, it knocked me out of my ski season. It knocked me out of everything, knocked me out of Pilates, yoga, everything. And so I was, along with being stressed about my kids, I was stressed about what is happening to me physically. Yeah. And I thought, I got to climb out of this. Yep. And when I looked at disruptive nutrition, I thought, this is my ladder to climb out of this hole. And you, you believed it. You, you really did. And I love that so much that you put that, tr that, that faith and trust. But let, let's go back for one second to your doctor's appointment. Because yeah. something else happened. So your doctor was like, this is amazing. And I, and I will say all day long, you likely now, I mean, you were a fitness instructor and yet still didn't have this nutritional knowledge. Right. You now have probably more hours in nutrition training just by being with us for six weeks than your cardiologist does in nutrition. So right. you're literally teaching him, right? Right. And then you walk out with your husband now let's give a little bit of a background of your husband. Your husband, what does he do for a living? My husband is a medical doctor. He's a pathologist. Okay. Your husband also has what diagnosis? He has uh, heart disease and he is diabetic. Okay. Now, yes. so we've got a doctor who yes. is also diabetic and has heart disease and had no interest. You literally did this thinking... I might have an influence on my family. I have to do this for myself. And I'm hoping I can have an influence on my family. In six weeks, you saw the influence you started having on your own children. And yet you couldn't crack the code with your husband. But what happened in the car on the way home from that doctor appointment? Well, so let me go back just even slightly before that. Okay. When my cardiologist left the room, as he's going out the door, he turns and looks at me and says, hmm, disruptive nutrition, huh? I may be recommending this <laughs> to my patients. And I'm like, score. It's a so movement. This is a movement. It, it is. So, yep. so that was, that, he, he planned not to go to that appointment with me because he wanted to, to give me that time with my cardiologist. But then he said, I need to meet him 
because he hasn't seen the cardiologist since we moved and he needs to. So he said, do you mind if I go? And I'm like, no, come. It was like, it was the most powerful thing that could have happened because it, it wasn't me coming home and saying, guess what, right? Mm -hmm. It was another doctor talking to me about this and these results. And on the way to the car, he says to me, so I think maybe I need to join you in this new way of life. And I was like, oh, you know, because I couldn't crack that code. And, but, but my cardiologist did. <laughs> he did with those results, you right? You got me crying now. Yeah. You realize that? Because <laughs> you're, you're saving your husband's life. I know. And I, I say to him all the time, just trying to save you one bite at a time, right? But so this was the, the big thing that I did. I looked at this and thought, I, I'm doing this for me. You, that's what you said to me. Yeah, I can't. My, my daughter said to me, mom, I release you from any responsibility. Dad has to make these choices himself, right? And I, I, I was so grateful for that. But at the same time, I could not release myself from that responsibility. And so I thought, mm, maybe, maybe I'll just, maybe I'll do this for myself. Maybe I'll just <laughs> like try and do this for myself and see what falls into place. Because you, you, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. I say right? this all the time. And this is what I talk about with bowling. I'm not going to let you fail. We will show up for you. I will beg for you to stay with it. But right. Say, I can't want it more than you do. Yeah. I can't want it for you more than you want it for yourself. No, you can't. And that, that's so, that's it. That's the phrase right there. Because I did want it for him, but he had to want it for himself. You know, we were talking this morning because he's talking about what he's going to do. And I was like, we eat for he's like you know three times a day i eat what you eat not entirely true but because <laughs> yeah. um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in between there <laughs> yeah, yeah and but he said i have two other meals and i said i'm happy to make more and he said and this was stunning to me because of who he is he's like no i need to take responsibility for some of this and i'm like can you imagine, would you, would you ever expect six weeks ago that you would have heard this from him? No, not in my wildest dreams. Not, not at all. Is what I'm saying. So for every single woman out there that feels that guilt for investing in herself, I say all the time, know your value, right? It is not just about you being valuable and important enough for you, but you literally cannot put on somebody else's oxygen mask, which is what us women have been like born to do is right. serve others. We cannot put on someone else's oxygen mask if we don't put on our own first. If you did not say yes to yourself, you would not be in this place where you are with your kids and your husband. It's true. It's true. I would not. And yet you didn't nail it, like hit him over the head with it. It was no. simply modeling a behavior that people started asking about, talking about, but they intrinsically had to decide. Right. 
So and when he, they see you're not just eating like chicken and broccoli or that you're not starving yourself on some crazy diet, they're like, hmm, maybe I could. Right. Do mm-hmm. So he asked me today, this morning when we were discussing, he said, so what was onerous about this? And I was like, there was nothing onerous. And he goes, not true. He said, you had to go without coffee for 28 days. And you told me you started to hate tea, hot tea. So normally I love hot tea, but I also put honey in my hot tea. And so I said to him, I said, that is true. But at the end of the 28 days, I realized what finally happened in that last week was, oh, hey, I'm enjoying this tea for what it really is, not for what's in it, right? And so I said- too, right? The right. moment, the time, the space. And, and, it, and in that first month in our, in our longer, in our, you know, overall approach, but that first month where you're really serving your body in such a unique way, it, it gives you such clarity about what you need, allows you the discipline to say, I know I can do more than I even realized I could do. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I do. It's, it's crazy because, you know, there were a lot of people, my daughter was like, well, the no coffee thing, that's it. That'd be a bridge too far for me. And everybody'd be like, are you going to have coffee early? Like, no, I'm doing this. And, you know, talk about the discipline of declining. Yeah. And, and and for all the people freaking out about coffee, stop. Don't freak out about coffee. I used to have five, six cups a day. I still have coffee. That is, it is just one of the most acidic things we can put in our body. So for one month, we are going to serve our body. We get to serve our body. And we're going to say no to something that isn't just, just for a little while, just to reset ourselves. Right. And you did it. Nobody, nobody, everybody thinks they can't do it. And then everybody does it. And they're like, oh, I can do hard things. Mm -hmm. I can. Yeah. And you know, once I gave up coffee and chocolate for Lent, 40 days, but you know what I did? I, I drank, I didn't drink. I did drink tea. I ate a ton of sugar that wasn't chocolate. So I'm like, this doesn't really count, does it? No, so, no, and you know. because you weren't balancing your blood sugar. So let, let's actually talk about that during the, you know, from this whole p- forward, by balancing your blood sugar and the way that we teach, where have your cravings been? So that's the crazy thing. I, I don't have any. I, I thought, okay, this is going to be just overwhelming to walk away from sugar, from, from dessert, And I also realized I was quite the snacker. I think I told you Oprah's got nothing on me when it comes to snacking, but, but, um, and, and I snacked on things that, that did not serve me. Unfortunately, when you're stressed, you don't really snack on broccoli. Um, I kind of do now, but so I thought it was going to be this big deal, but that's the awesome thing is my blood sugar is level. So all those cravings, they, they just didn't come about. And I was, I kept thinking, what's up, what's up. And then, you know, it took me a while to realize, oh, my blood sugar is way stable. There's no highs and lows. Um, that, that, that regulates your quality of sleep, your mood, 
your uh, cravings, your skin, your chance of disease, your brain fog, like literally all the things that are struggle are, are based on a dysregulated blood sugar. It, it is. I, I can remember. So before, right. My before life, you're like it, six weeks ago. To now. I, yeah. I'd have like something. I don't know what I had, but some kind of a dessert. And within 30 minutes, I was like, man, I have got to take a nap. And I knew, I knew I'm like, I'm crashing. I want to rewind and not do that. Um, and that doesn't happen. I have energy, you know, one of, I told you one of my kids was sick when I started this. So wait, let's, let's actually say that right now. So I want to be real clear and give you all the respect in the world for what you went through. Mm -hmm. You first started working with us. You had some massive stress going on in your life. I did massive. Um, One of the more stressful times in your life, right? I would say, man. It, it, it was. And um, my my son was in and out of the hospital. And then like they didn't I always I always count on a hospital to take care of my kid. Right. And he was in North Carolina and they did not. Mm-hmm. So I was completely stressed. And the crazy thing is, normally I'm just like into myself and I have no energy. But I had a ton of energy. I, I was like, this, this every three hours is going to keep me where I need to be. So I can be present in the moment on the phone with doctors on the phone with a, a facility. And, and it did. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I mean, there are times when I feel like I'm running into a brick wall. You know, and, and, and what, I, what I think is really important for people to realize is that it's, it's often the times of stress that we use that as an excuse to not do the things that we know we should be doing. But right. yet you were like, okay, I just invested in this. I'm, I got to show up. I got to do this. And it actually gave you control of something, right? It did. Like in all the things that you are out of control, you had control of that. Yes. And, and that, that is everything. It is. It make no, it made a huge difference. And it gave me hope where, I mean, it's not like it's the first time I've experienced this with this particular child, but it was the worst time. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Oh, wow. Even though I hope it was, um, it was a totally different experience. And, and that made me more firm in my resolve. It's like, this is giving to me something. Yes. And, and I had energy um, where I shouldn't have had energy, but I did. So, I mean, you're inspirational and that's why I wanted you to be able to come on and share your story. So my last question for you really is, okay, now what? Now what? So now you've got, you've got a husband who's on board. You're only halfway through really uh, you know, uh, the, the, the learning part, I mean, obviously you are in it for a lifetime with us. We are in it to support you for a lifetime, but what's next for you, for your husband, for your okay. family? So one of the things, one of the things I had no clue was going to come up with disruptive nutrition was my life skills. 
or, or the lack thereof, right? When I started month two and I started listening to these lessons, I was like, this could powerfully change my life even more than it already has because I need to, I fail sometimes on the execution. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I, I come up to it and, and sometimes I'm like, I don't see a way out. I'm going to way back off. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, this was a hugely busy week for me with all kinds of appointments and I felt overwhelmed. And then I'm like, no, I am setting down. I am getting all the information ready that I need for all of these appointments. I love and, it. And today in one of my appointments, he's like, the guy said, okay, so you're going to need to have your son's medical records from the age of 22 back. And I'm like, no, no problem. Because I know how to execute, right? <laughs> and, and normally I would have been like, are you kidding me? Yeah. But I was like, oh no, this is a deal. I know how to come up to this door and instead of backing away, I know how to open it. And I mean, this is like, it, it, my, it's mind blowing to me when somebody bowls, <laughs> even though I know when somebody bowls, <laughs> what's going to happen, but it's so fun to see somebody bowling and seeing what's happening. So, and, and so what I, one of the things that you said to me when we did our coaching call together a couple of weeks ago, last week, I don't remember anymore, uh, but you said something that was really insightful. I'm going to see if you remember this. I'm going to put you on the spot for this. But I do. You came into this, you know what I'm going to say, right? You came into this knowing a a lot of stuff. You read a lot of stuff. You research a lot of stuff. You still had like your mind blown with everything. But what I appreciate about you so much is that you knew a lot coming in, but you did something because you heard a quote about how to come into something like this. Tell us, tell me what you, what you learned. Okay. So my husband and I were listening to this. I mean, this information on your brain and how to learn and how to really learn. Mm -hmm. And he said, the first thing you need to do when you learn something is to forget. And then he just stopped and I was like, this is weird. And he said, sounds weird, doesn't it? <laughs> and, and he said, uh, you have to open your mind. You have to forget everything you think you know so that you can open your mind to what you need to know. And that was, that was powerful because it was that first week and things were crazy. And I, I, I remember thinking to myself, I know enough about nutrition. Why am I doing this? And when I heard that, I was like, I don't know squat. I got a nutritional cert. Right right? But nothing like this. I'm like, wow, that was, that was interesting. And so that I did. Quote, that quote came up right when you were starting. I love when like God works his ways like that. <laughs> no joke. It was so powerful. And it did. It allowed me to say, here I am. I'm your sponge. Yep. And, and for your husband to, of all appointments to come with you to, he came with you to oh. this one on this day when this happened. Yeah, it was, it, it could not have been a better time, a, a better moment. Um, it's, it's one of those things, I, 
I had a friend who was in crisis and she's like, how is it that you keep thinking there's a God? And I'm like, there are times when I think he doesn't hear me, but there are too many times in my life where things happen that I could never have orchestrated them. Exactly. And yeah. Yep. I, I amen, sister. I totally yeah. agree. <laughs> I love that. So, I mean, I, if, if people are getting that inspiration from this, put that down in the comments, tell us how Cindy's story is really inspiring you and then take that step book a call with us because it's, you, you might get me on the phone. <laughs> you never know, but you'll get who you should get regardless of what you decide afterwards. Sometimes just talking through it with somebody, your experiences, your story, where you are, where you want to be sheds light on whatever that next step needs to be for you. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, I would. And I, I do want to say my coach, Shannon Robinson, she, she is She's just another amazing part of this. And I didn't know what the coaching aspect would bring, but she is like, when I, I talked to her once about, well, I had a yellow light meal and a yellow light meal because of, a, you know, that's how it worked out. And so she's making me go over these and she's like, you were still PFC. You, you weren't perfect, but you're consistent. And she's like, tell me why, you know, always tell me why you think this way. And then she brings out what I did right. And she's like, you got to focus on the positive, right? You got to focus on that. And she is able to bring that positive to me in times when I don't see it. I love that. Shannon is a special soul. I mean, how lucky am I that I have all of these coaches that are so darn incredible, huh? Oh, no joke. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome. Well, Cindy, I couldn't be more grateful that in the midst of your chaos, stress, and just insane life that you got going on, and it's good, <laughs> it's amazing, it's beautiful, and it's crazy that you trusted us. But also that you said, yeah. I mean, I texted you. I'm like, I need you to come on the podcast. You're like, all right, I'm there. And I just appreciate you so much because this is important, not just for you and not even just for your family, but for everybody out there. And we have a mission and a movement to be able to, to bring to people. So you're part of it. You're part of it, girl. Well, thanks. Thanks for, uh, for bringing me on board. Right. So I love it. I love it. So you guys send Cindy, your love, tell her how the, her story is connecting with you, what it's making you think about what's making you think about for your next steps. And Cindy, we'll be listening. We want to hear what's going on with, with Dr. Morrison and all the other things, your kids, yourself, and all of that. So thank you, my friend. And I love that I can call you that even though it's only been less than two months that we've known each other. I know. Yeah. Thank you thank so you. much. I can't right. thank you enough. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.